Take your position. The show is about to start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On Screen, where we discuss all things cinema all the time. Here's your host. The award goes to Joe Burnett, Joe Cuffney, and Jesse Reichenstein. Lights, camera, action. Okay, um, this episode, we are going to switch things up a little bit and talk about the new Apple show, Severance. Every time you find yourself here, it's because you chose to come back. Hello, my name is Mark S. And I have, of my own free accord, elected to undergo the procedure known as severance. I give consent to sever my memories between my work life and my personal life. I acknowledge that once the procedure is complete, I will be unable to access my personal memories whilst on the severed floor. Say gratitude. Nor will I retain work memories. Hey. Sorry. When I return home at the end of the day. I make these statements freely. Hi, kids. What's for dinner? We warned you. About the greeting? You were kidding. We hate it. How many reasons did we come up with? Eight. Good morning. Hi, Mr. Milchek. Mark, could I have a word? Petey is no longer with this company. I'm sorry, Mark. You guys are one of my favorite office friendships. What happened? We'd love to tell you, but unfortunately, non-disclosure policy forbids. I confer upon you the advanced role of department chief. Congratulations. A handshake is available upon request. Thank you. May I have a handshake? Do I know you? My name's Petey. I'm from work. So we're friends? I'm your best friend. Nothing is what they say. I used to think it would take a monster to put someone in a place like that office. Especially if the person was himself. If you want to know what's going on down there, you'll find the beginning of a very long answer. What's happening? What is it we actually do here? It's important your eyes be kind. Do you know how to make your eyes kind? Just episode one and two. So, yeah. Right. Question <laughs> Did either of you guys watch more than episode two? Not yet. No, but I was thinking, <laughs> I almost did. Okay, cool. I haven't either. I've only watched one or two, but I, I was, that was, that was like going to be my question to y'all is like, was it enough of a hook? Do you think you'll keep going? Cause like, I think I will. I, it's an, it's a, it's a really interesting premise. And I didn't know, like, I only knew what Jesse had told, uh, told me about it, but, um, 
I've definitely had the thought before of like, Hey, wouldn't it be nice if you could like split your work brain and your home brain? But this I think is changing my mind. Yeah. I was going to ask <laughs> do, you guys like how you felt about this. Like if yeah, you would do it, <laughs> do we, I, I feel like, cause we talk about this in other episodes and I never actually remember what we do. Do we want to give some disclaimer on what it is or any background? Yes. yes. Or yeah, do yes. We wanna... Since it's your pick, why don't you give us Definitely. a quick rundown? Yeah. Should we just get into ratings though? And then we'll just. <laughs> Let's do ratings <laughs> first and then yeah. um, just wrap it up. I do want to start saying before everything that we're going to do spoilers. I mean, if people don't know that That's by now. It's a good call. <laughs> Someone keeps watching every time and is like, oh, oh, shit, God. they spoiled it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jesse, you take it away since you picked severance um it's about it's the cast doesn't matter it's about this program it's like a very like tech empire-esque you know where there's just like lots of shows where it's like there's the i don't even think google is like the right thing to say anymore but you know some tech giant that operates everything in the world um and they have a program called severance where they basically cut your, they sever your memory so that when you're at work on these certain creepy, creepy underground floors is what it looks like. You like only memor, you only have memories of your work self and work and you have no clue what your outside life is. And then when you leave work, you have no memory of your work life. And so it's like, you're almost two different people. Um, and that's about, that's about it. That's like the background. It's a very interesting concept. I've never like, I, it is, it's something interesting to think about. Cause like what you were saying, Joe, like I have thought about that. Like what, isn't it better for most people to like, just cut off work completely. Cause a lot of people have their work drama and they don't want to talk about it. So if you just don't know it. Right. And there's also just the, the type of person that's like, I really want to be able to like be at home when I'm at home and be at work when I'm at work. It's especially interesting these days with, you know, have everyone's, everyone's experienced remote work. It can get a little like blurry between like your work life and your home life. So it's like, wouldn't it be great if you could just have a hard cut, but, but like, I never took this, like, like this type of an approach. I was never like, Oh, like, yeah, I wouldn't be able to actually think about like this part of my life when I'm doing this part of my life. Uh, I definitely don't like that, but <laughs> you were like, this is a utopian series about how amazing <laughs> it would be. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely dystopian, but, uh, <laughs> but it, it's funny because it's like almost the exact opposite of like, just the, like, you know, the thing you'd wonder kind of like in passing, like, oh yeah, like I, I really wish I didn't have to think about work past 6 PM, you know? And sometimes you do, and you're like, well, wouldn't it be great if you could just enforce that but no, it wouldn't be great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. if I could do that. Yeah, that'd be tricky. I but I, I did like really appreciate. Like I thought, I thought they made it sufficiently creepy to like. Not cre- creepy is a strong word. It just it just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. the, the lumen uh, environment, um, but yeah, the opening scene gave me like. It was like Black Mirror and Saw. That's what I was. I was. I thought this was like Black Mirror esque uh, mm-hmm, at first, for sure. Yeah, I got a lot of like Get Out, Jordan Peele. Just this, like, not like specifically like he would have done this, but I just feel like it's maybe 
rightfully or wrongfully so like I always attribute it back to that is like I feel like it's a very common idea right now of this like stuck in a conscious kind of world like there's an I've talked about it before I don't think either of you guys have watched an HBO show called Made for Love that's like no uh it's also like this like tech billionaire you know who's like trying to like be, make us immortal by like uploading our conscious to the cloud and like you know and there's all these scenes of like being trapped like the consciousness is like trapped not outside right. of body and it was the, it's that very like um the suck in place kind of vibe and so i've been watching that too like feeling like it was like get out-esque and now i'm watching totally. this and i was like this is a very common theme in shows right now <laughs> like mm, it really is like, actually yeah yeah very black mirror though yeah it i also i don't know the t- i'm i think after two episodes i mean we can get into the first one like more in depth now but i still don't know the tone or like the vibe of the show like is it like funny is it serious is it like scary i'm still i don't to think it's funny out. for sure um no. i do th- it, it was darker than i even knowing a little bit about it going in it is darker than i thought um mm-hmm. But everyone, I don't know. I've definitely seen some clips or like a trailer at some point. But everyone's comparing it to Lost and being like, this is a serious, you know, like people are so into it and they're like guessing what's going to happen. And like, but the problem is I never was into Lost. So I don't know if I'm going to get as into this. If That's the selling hook. that people are like, it's, it's like Lost. Like it's a new show. <laughs> I get that. Well, okay, so let's. So the number one is called Good News About Hell. And basically, this is kind of where we learn more about, kind of learn about the company and everything. We're kind of in the woman's shoes, I think, right? I would assume. Because, yeah. like, yeah, we don't really know that. what's going on. I did like how they started with that scene, like the opening scene, and then they went immediately to explain the scene. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I you didn't have to wait to the end of the episode to be like, oh, what happened? Like, just tell me. And they did. Because I think the, like, everyone was confused as to, like, why she was on the table. Like, why can't she can't remember? Like, like, and I think that actually did a very good job of explaining kind of the whole pre- premise. Because it, I feel like it would be, like, kind of wordy to explain, like, okay, so your brain is severed. You have your work stuff over here. You have your personal stuff over here. <clears throat> I actually think, like, the way this episode was written explained it really well. Like, I, it, yeah. it wasn't confusing to me. I kind of, I feel that too. Oh, totally. Yeah. And like, I think a lot of the times like this type of thing, like, I don't even know what you call it, some tech thing. And I still don't understand what they actually do. I'm still confused on that, but usually a lot of times he does. Yeah. I just don't have no idea. Uh Yeah. But like a lot of times it can get too techy and I don't know, understand anything, but this is a good, it was a good balance of like dumbing it down versus like explaining everything. But and like I'm sure anyone who's actually watched the whole thing at this point probably knows the answer to this already. But like I'm really wondering what this uh, numbers game that uh, they were playing yes. on the computer is because like from what I can tell, they don't really do much work. Uh, but I don't. It, it's it's the whole like yeah, the numbers will be scary to you. Like that is definitely a mystery to me at this point, having only seen two episodes. Right. That's what I'm. I feel like that's the thing that's going to keep me going is it's actually a mystery that I'm really interested in because at one point you're like, you're like, if they're severed and they don't remember stuff when they leave anyways, like 
what's the whole point of like this encrypted, like, what are they doing? Cause like, you know, and what are the numbers? And then you think, obviously it's getting more dystopian and scary. So you're just like, are, are these like lab rats for, oh, you for know, obviously sure. something else or, you know, and it's just like, Oh, where, where the hell is this going? Or most likely it's a third option that who knows I can't see after two episodes. I mean, they gave you a lot in this first one, at least they give you a lot of like, you even found out that her neighbor is his neighbor is her, his boss. Like, I feel like yeah. that's a huge clue that I feel like wouldn't be revealed until later on in, in some series. But I liked how they kind of just gave you the answers kind of immediately. But then they opened new questions. I also was shocked to how early uh, PD comes in. Yeah. Who like, right. That seems like it would be something that like you kind of live his life in this crazy thing for like half the season. And then there's like the turn in the middle to be like somebody from the outside is like, you know, right. so it's like, oh, where is this going so fast? And like, was he let go or was he fired or did he did he quit himself? Like, I don't did they even disclose that? I can't remember. I don't think so. Seems like I don't know if you really leave yourself, though. One of one of the other things that like that that whole kind of interaction got me wondering though is like, yeah, like how did how did he unsever himself? It sounds like like I got the impression he like sought it out and it was like a procedure he underwent or something. Yeah. But um, they they like let you go like they're they're like okay stagger your ex- exits stagger your entries but like go live your life, which kind of leads me to believe that they're like like uh, you know do your own thing on on your personal side of your life. But then again, like, I think being that her boss is like kind of her neighbor, like, I'm like, this is like some really weird, like big brother, big brother, like monitoring, but, but like, I haven't actually seen, like, I don't think anything happens is, has happened. That's so creepy to me that it's like, feels like, like something's been breached, but I'm like, why are you, why are you here? Why are you? His right. Name? You know? Right. Yeah. Cause like, clearly she has to have some kind of, she knows like there's something up or maybe she doesn't, but. But like, is she watching for PD is the thing I was wondering. Oh, you know, yeah. Because you know, like, I didn't think about that. If if they didn't want him to be unsevered and they fired him because of that or whatever, um, and he's now like living in, where was he? Like the garage or something? Uh, yeah, a greenhouse. Greenhouse. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then like the head of, of uh lumen is like living right next door it's like well that doesn't sound great but right i never really thought about even how long she had lived you know like she could have moved in even is she severed though maybe she has no clue maybe yeah i don't know she plays creepy real well she does like when it i mean yeah i think most people were like oh yeah i saw that coming and i was like i didn't and it's so creepy wait that's and he was like mrs selvig patricia what's her name yeah, she yeah, she's always like a villainous character, I feel like. Like she's she plays that really well. She plays villain yeah. Kissing really Kate well. Barlow. Oh yes. <laughs> I was like trying to remember where I've seen her from. They're like, I mean, like mm-hmm. I knew her name and I was like, yeah, what has Patricia Arquette been? She's known for like the um, show, I think it was Medium too. Hmm. She it's plays villainous weird. roles, I feel like, more than non-villainous roles. That is, yeah, because I was thinking, like, is she, is she also watching the other people as closely, or is it just, or is someone, or is Petey maybe the in charge of everything? Who knows? I feel like what a twist! <laughs> what a crazy. twist! See now, now I think talking to you guys makes me want to watch the next episodes. 
more yeah. than I did before we started talking. About it. I was about to say, this is just going to be a six or like an hour long of us being like, and what if, what if Petey was? Everyone's going to be like, oh, we already watched this. These guys are. <laughs> yeah, right. We're like, we're going to spoil it. And everyone actually is like, we've seen way more than you guys have. And you have no clue what's going on. <laughs> I was like, I think it is super interesting though. Cause like, it is such an interesting kind of going back to the concept. It's like, I don't know. I feel like this kind of gotten more, a little more popular during COVID, like the whole like self-isolate, not self-isolation, but like, what's the word? Kind of like turning work off versus not just because working from mm-hmm. home kind of blended that a little bit. So I wonder if, I mean, I don't know when this was developed, but I feel like it's definitely a familiar concept, but it, they, they definitely put a good twist on it that like, it's so interesting. Cause like, I feel like you're watching and you just expect these people to live in this like office or whatever, but they do have an outside life, but the outside life seems pretty terrible and boring. Yep. So I don't know. Are they severed outside too? I mean, I don't know. The they, uh, they, they are right. Technically, I guess they are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have no clue what they do for work. That's crazy to me. That would be, I don't but know like, if I would like that. So the, the two the two things that at this and again anyone who's actually seen this is probably gonna be like, "Ha, this guy has no clue what's going on." But um, the two things that I could see happening is like one, it's like you have to like either life out outside is so crappy that they're just like, "Yeah, I'm okay," like severing you know that. Or if if this was like like a security clearance kind of thing, like if um, your work was sensitive enough that you couldn't do the job unless you were severed. Like it was mm-hmm. like a job requirement. Um, mm-hmm. But oh, nothing, but nothing they're doing seems like sensitive enough. Like, I don't even think they know what they're doing. So like, <laughs> well, that's the, we, yeah. Like the question of what it, what they're doing, but also like they are, I feel like at one point, the way he said, you know, and like, I think it was when he was on the date talking about it and he was like, Oh, I'm told I'm in the corporate history section or something as in like that's what i believe i do i've been told that and i've been told it's sensitive so like but it's not even like that's what i do i feel like he said it in a way of like that's what i've been told is the point of this like essentially you're working there for the rest of your life kind of thing because remember she's like can i leave and he's like yeah but it's very hard to like like resign essentially that he she brought that up she's like what if i just don't want to do this what if i get sick of it and he's like you can put in a request but it's they don't get approved often like because like if you don't know what you do you don't have any skills how do you apply to other jobs so maybe that's what? the whole per- point of that i guess and really crazy you know how he was because they're talking about while they're inside so they have no other like memory and he's like but if you quit like this you dies because like this you is right. the only you you know and so if you never come back you don't exist. And it was like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it's kind of like Westworldy too. I don't know if you guys have seen Westworld. Yeah. It's why it just is like common thing. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. It's a weird fetish the world has right it's now. It's very <laughs> interesting. I like go back and forth if I like, I mean, I it, like, I liked this. Like I go back and forth. I like that concept. Cause like it's a free, it is freaky. Like, and like black mirror, it's very realistically scary. I feel like. And this could, I don't know, this could potentially be a thing. It, it is Maybe. shot also mm-hmm. like almost annoyingly well. Like, I don't yeah. even mean well, but like, I, I do mean well, but I'm saying like how it's shot, you know, and it's like, 
every freeze frame is this like yeah it's like this perfect in like how how many hallways that place has how much unused horrible space (laughs) um (laughs) you know but like every shot is done where it almost becomes so like off-putting of like you're on edge you know how like the music with this too but like the music Mm -hmm. in a lot of shows is like what like makes you really uncomfortable like the soundtrack going on but like this also the way it's shot makes you like kind of feel like a little claustrophobic and like uncomfortable and like on edge and being like i don't like how this is shot i mean it goes this goes more into the second episode too but definitely with the first um how it's shot and like laid out and um what's the word um staged everything is like it's like the shining i got really big shining vibes because mm-hmm. the sh- it it's shot very similarly like it's almost like Wes Anderson-y like very um linear and uh even mm-hmm. but it's still eerie and like the shining is very much like that and like especially the second episode i got like like i don't know i think they definitely were inspired by the shining a little bit from for this it's got that same like crispy shot you know like yeah, like it's just yeah. a really crisp layout uh right very even yeah i agree i'm trying to think through what really like because even when you're like and well this is more the second episode i'm like oh yeah i'm trying to really even remember the like what happened which in each one? episode because yeah. right the first episode is like heli's story getting there mm-hmm. she wakes up it's like what is adam scott's character's name mark mark, mark scout yeah yeah uh, you know, and like him becoming like the head now that PD's gone and training. And then does it, it ends right with like the first outside conversation at their friend's house. Yes. Cause they cl- like cliffhanger a little bit. Um, what was it? There was some character that you see out and you're like, Oh, I'm going to watch the next one. He comes home and sees the boss as his neighbor. Yes. That's what it is. Right. Yes. Yeah. And then the second episode, like PD, Petey finds him at the diner. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, man, this is some crazy shit. You know me. Uh, here's an address. And then I also love that his neighbor, Mrs. Selvig, just keeps calling him about like the recycle bins. He's just well, like, no, it's okay. We're recycling tomorrow. I think that goes back to what Joe is saying about how she might be looking for Petey in that way, where she's always wants, she's always wants to be in contact with him. Like she came over and delivered him whatever. And she's like, oh, this is for the recycling. And he's like, this is too much, but thank you. Well, yeah. I thought something was in those cookies for sure. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I'm I mean, I thought, I thought he was going to like pass out or something, which he didn't. But like when she brought over cookies, I was like, this is where he like gets knocked out and she drags him somewhere. <laughs> you always got to watch out what people are putting in your cookies. Exactly. Yes. Especially if they say it's chamomile. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's going to taste funny. I've been um, really experimenting. And I was like, sums up <laughs> my thing with this is something that's come up uh, the past like couple years i feel like when watching things and like i just getting familiar with certain actors and things it's sometimes actors can be spoilers because like if you're typecasted it could be a spoiler because patricia arquette uh-huh. is typecasted as a villain i feel like she has to be a villain in this like oh she for sure is i mean maybe like, that's the twist though that she's actually like it's one of those where like the last yeah. you're like, she was good the whole time. <laughs> For sure. But there have been some not. movies. There definitely have been not. some things where like, <laughs> there's like a surprise character, but they've been evil. Like I would say more than average of their movies. They've been an evil character and they turn out to be evil in the movie. And I'm like, 
it's typecasting no. can almost be a spoiler for the movie or show. Good point. It's a good point. I never thought about yeah. that. Yeah. If you think about it, like, like if you watch, I mean, this is a very low scale version of that, but in like the first Lord of the Rings movie, like Boromir played by Sean Bean, he's not evil, but he's got evil tendencies in the movie. Don't, I haven't seen it, so don't spoil anything. Okay, spoiling Fellowship of the Ring from 2001. <laughs> um, basically, he, he doesn't, he's not evil, but he's got evil tendencies. Like he's a man corrupted by the ring or whatever. But he, if you look in his other acting roles, he's always the villain. And it's like, there's always, you can just tell. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong with this one, but it is cool to kind of see that a little bit. Yeah. We, uh... there, there's a merit to people who you don't know who get casted because like you can almost like assume that their character a little easier. Right. That's a good point for sure. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's not of the type, but you know, it's like when we, we always talk about how like there's certain giant names who get casted and I'm like, I can't see their character because all I can see is the actor. Like, yeah, I'm just like, that is Mark Ruffalo. I don't know who this <laughs> character is, but that is. Uh, yeah, PD kind of reminds me um, for a minute. I was going to be like, it's Mark Ruffalo, right? I um, could see that. I could see, yeah. It could be a version. For sure. I do I do enjoy the, like, explain, like we were talking about with, like, when she wakes up on the desk and then shortly after you see it from, like, Adam Scott's perspective of, like, what was going on. And, like, I really liked it when she she was trying to leave and she kept, like, running through the door, you know, and then, like, popping yeah. back in. And Adam Scott was just, like, watching. And that's when I was, like, yeah, what is going on? And then it, like, later shows her from, like, her perspective going in and realizing that, like, every time she goes through the door, she, like, her memory's cut. And so she's, like, did I, was I trying to leave? And he's, like, yeah, don't worry, get back in there. So she, like, runs back in and I was, like, Oh, this is happening. And I, I like, took me a minute yeah. to wrap my brain around that even after it was explained. I was confused about it too, because like when you when you when she went in the door, like when you went with her, it immediately turned into basically that room again. But when she mm-hmm. went in the second time and took like a running start, where did she go between you remember that? Like she disappeared for a second and then she ran through the door. Like, how did that how does that work? Because the first time she just walked right into the room again. There's no like middle ground little. I think it was just the way they cut it. Yeah. Mm, okay. It was just like uh, from the view of like on one side where it just looks like she like. Got it. I don't know. It was. That's why I literally it took me a minute even while they were explaining like, it basically happening? to be like, yeah, what is happening? I guess I Which can be good know, or really. can be annoying. That's true. So... That's true. I mean, and kind of going back to the beginning of the second one called Half Loop. It gave an intro sequence, which I was kind of waiting for. And I, this was actually a cool one. I feel like it's, it's, it does what a lot of shows do, but it still sticks out a little bit as a different. The, I was like, when that popped up, I was like, oh, was this on the first out? Did I miss this somehow? I thought the same um, thing. But shows do that a lot, especially recently. They've been doing that. I guess you don't want to give some of it away too in the first episode. Cause like some of the kinds of the That's intro true. sequence is like, gives a little bit of like the plot yeah. away where you might not want on the first one but it did it was very apple though in the sense of it i don't know if you remember the morning show one mm-hmm. oh, yeah. but they just like it's this like i like this better the morning show is just like bouncing balls basically 
Yeah. But it's this idea of like it shows something and then it kind of like melts into a frame of like another thing. And then it's like this like domino water. It's very like, like more Daredevil. Things. I don't know if you've seen the show Daredevil. Mm, yeah. It's very, that's kind of, I feel like that's kind of what jump started this whole, in like Westworld, like that, all that stuff has very, very similar openers. I, so I have a kind of unpopular opinion about uh, these like intro sequences on TV shows. And I don't think we've gotten a chance to talk about it because we haven't really done Let's TV do shows. It. Yeah. But I always really appreciate when like each intro sequence is slightly different. Like I, oh, yeah. it, 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 I do, I, I think this was a really cool intro sequence. Um, and like, it didn't give anything away, but you could tell what, like, you know, you, you could tell why it was the way it was. But I'm gonna be a little disappointed if it's just the same thing every single episode. Probably <laughs> like, will be. I know because <laughs> that's how it is. But like, I, I'm I'm just broadcasting this to the movie industry. Like, put put the effort in. Come on, let's make it like a little different. <laughs> let's make uh, a whole for, new animation for each episode. <laughs> I, I know it's a ton of work. Like, I totally get it. But like, <laughs> there was something. But we want it. We want it now. <laughs> on like NPR about. Um, my mom was talking to me about this, about um, like intro sequences and the history of them, like iconic ones from like the past. Um, and even it's just like weird now because like definitely some like HBO and Apple, like they definitely do put money into the intro sequences. Oh, but yeah. they were also saying that they're becoming way less of a thing now because uh, there's the skip intro button. And so, like, actually, most people don't even watch the intro sequence. They just well, that's like the thing. they watch them once. Yeah, and then they start skipping. And they know what them. they are, and they skip it. So but I will like interesting. One of the greats, uh, the show Weeds. Um, it was the same sequence every time, but the theme song, the intro song, was um, the oh, song yeah. "Little Boxes." And every single episode, they have a different musician cover the song That's really cool and so like you'd always like be guessing who it was and then you'd wait until the credits That's to see cool. who the, did the theme song that episode but it was like cool like you said where it was like a little different every time i do appreciate that too i, I would love for that to be or at least just change it up like i don't know yeah so maybe there's not an unpopular opinion but it's just like a like, I'm popular on, just because most people are like, well, we don't even care. Most people don't care. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I'm just like, please give me like a little bit of variation. So I have a reason to not hit that skip button. Yeah. You guys should, uh, there's a website called theartofthetitle.com. It's really fascinating. It goes in depth with all like movies and shows and like what went behind them. And you can like what the title sequences of everything. And it's really cool. Like they do stranger things and I'm sure this is on there now, but you can like, it's really cool. Like you, they talk to the designer and they, you know, that they, they, there's like interviews with the designers and the animators and it's fascinating. I'm so into it. I also love intro sequences because they're my like, Ooh, I'm getting into it. Like, here we go. <laughs> and like, you know, and they like usually set the tone really well. Like, I mean, you guys know, I love succession, but like that intro, I love that intro. is like one of the best intro sequences ever. And like that music, uh, Nicholas Bertel, it's like, so like, you're just like, oh, I'm ready. This sets me up exactly. Mm -hmm. And I was realizing, I started watching the second season of The Flight Attendant. And I was watching the intro, the intro sequence, and I was like, something, something's off. And like, it's not like it's bad, but I was like, the music and stuff was giving me like credit vibes. 
like for whatever reason the tone of everything so i was like i'm not like being like ooh, i'm, I'm getting into it it kind of was like all right we're wrapping up and i was like but it was just this like very subtle thing in like yeah. an intro sequence and i was like oh this is this is why maybe i'm particular but it's like it's all about getting you getting your head into the I'm into that's that. like your pre-game pump-up song. Exactly. I, I feel that too. And I, I feel like for most shows, I, I like always watch the intro. Like even like sitcom, everything. I'll just I never skip it. I don't know. I just like to peep. I don't know. It's calming for me to watch them. Like, especially like it's always sunny. Like I always do that. Um, which is a great one because they short. talked about this in their podcast too, though, but they they didn't, they just sort of licensed. A rip right available right. music because they didn't want to spend or didn't have the money to like get a song so like you'll hear the always sunny theme song other places because it's not their song it's literally in and the so office like, too like they've oh, used really? it in the office before other i, say, I heard it on the radio the other day like some just <laughs> random radio show like started playing that and i was like oh this is always sunny music that's amazing yeah i love that though that's super cool but what were we watching what show were we? <laughs> Severance. So you, we we kind of oh also Ben Stiller directed the second episode. I don't know if you guys saw that. I think he did the first. Did the isn't first this one? like his? I think it's like his show. Oh really? Or, I mean I don't know. I don't think he wrote it, but let's check. I don't think it was just like a guest. Yeah, directed by Ben Stiller and Oi McCarty. Um, Because I noticed that on the first episode, too, and I just thought, like, every time, even was shocked again, even once I knew on the second episode, and I was like, oh, Ben Stiller, right, he, like, directs. He's like... Yeah, I, I like him as a director. But oh, I, just, I just picture, uh, anytime Ben Stiller's name comes up, I just think of Zoolander for some reason. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, this is very... I'm just like, is this going to turn into, like, Zoolander? <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Um the creator dan erickson according to imdb this is his only credit writer and producer of severance and then his other credit was a thanks in man vs animal coming out of the gate strong <laughs> i know i was gonna say not bad but I, overall i think collectively we had very similar opinions and I, are you guys would you, you guys would watch the next episodes or you because you haven't already yeah i would I probably will. I probably will. I probably will. I'd probably at least give it another. I think it was a little slow, but I think I'll give it another couple episodes. Yeah. I'd, uh, I'll plan on watching the rest. It could be one where I just totally forget about it. And then someone's like, oh, right. Severance. Yeah. I'll be like, oh my right. God. Right. I was supposed to watch that. You could also just pick episode three and four for the, your next whole pick. year. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I'm going to force I, you to watch. I do. I mean, it is funny because people like relating it to Lost and like the people following it and guessing. Mm-hmm. I could see that. A little but bit. it, I mean, I guess maybe it, it still came out not all at once. We were just no. like late to the game. But I was going to say like, it's just funny that it feels like it's, it feels like when stuff was on TV, it took like Lost was just an ever going thing. And people talked about it like over and now it's just like, Oh yeah, season one's done. We're on to the next thing until season two comes out. Like, right. It is weird. It is so weird how that works. <laughs> like I, part of me likes it. Part of me doesn't like, I like waiting for a show, but also I like being able to watch everything. 
I feel like like at least Disney Plus, they've been doing that where they release an episode a week or something like that. I like it. I mean, HBO obviously still does it because it's they technically have an HBO channel that things right. are released on. Just nobody, I think, subscribes to the HBO channel. <laughs> um, I was gonna read, I was gonna read a one star review, and then I started looking, and I was like, I think these are all will have spoilers in them, so I'm gonna not. You can read it. Reading. Oh, you mean for the whole? Series? I don't want to keep reading them. Yeah, because they're talking oh, about like, the whole okay. season. You know, people are reviewing. Dang, <clears throat> but there are one star reviews. Okay, they exist. I- I think the cast is good. I think I like everyone in the cast. Cast is very good. Christopher Walken, Scott looks. How did we feel about yeah, that? What? That was so <laughs> random. I know. I agree. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm curious. He's got to be the evil mastermind, right? Probably. I don't know. His I name is like too big of a name. Right. He's too big of a name to just be like, oh, he's in for one episode. Right. right. And for very short, a very short amount of time. Maybe he's just on set, and they were like, "You want to pop, pop into a game?" Possibly. Um, I do. I found. I kind of looked up locations. Well, a little bit for these. Um, New Jersey and New York City is where this was shot. So the Lumen Building, the exterior and interior, takes place at Bell Laboratories in Holmdel Township, <laughs> New Jersey, and then. The Shout Industries out. Building, I don't know what the Lumen Industries Building, what the difference is, but uh, Holmdale, New Jersey as well. And then everything else takes place in New York City, at least for the first two episodes. So, I was yeah. going to say with the cast too, I like Zach Cherry, which uh, who's like the other the other worker who's not John Turturro. Yeah. Got um it who just like always plays that like i don't know that character but so well but he's a comedian and like now i feel like now he's like because you know he's in severance this was like a huge thing for him um but i was gonna say like oh like i'm glad to see him and like happy he's you know doing work and i clipped him because i was like he's in other stuff i just like don't think second credit he's known for after this drunk bus oh my god no way how about that? We're Wait, just picking hilarious. Zach Cherry movies. We love Zach Cherry on this podcast. <laughs> Big Zach Cherry fans. Welcome to the Zach Cherry pod. <laughs> I love that. Um, do you guys want to rate? Sure. Kick us off, Jess. I'm going to go last, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I can go first. I I'll go nah. first. Yeah. Um, let's see. One and two. I like the show. I think it was exactly what I expected from just not knowing anything about it. I didn't, I just kind of went in completely blind. I didn't know what it was about or anything. But based on like the album or the album art or like the poster art and just kind of the vibe, like the first you get you get the vibe the first like 10 minutes, not even the first five minutes. You're like, oh, okay, this is gonna be like a techie, techie dark i don't know dystopian like you know exactly what you're gonna and i don't not like that genre it's just not my go-to if it's done well i'll watch it and i think these were done pretty well i like the cast adam scott looks old i don't know if that was his makeup or if he just looks old (laughs) i i I was trying to just describe adam scott and uh 
Rich was like, uh, he was like, I was like, oh, he's like in Parks and Rec. And he was like, oh, the really young guy in Parks and Rec. And I go, it's like, yeah, yeah, I guess. And then that's, we immediately watched it. And all I could think of is like how old he looks. I think it was makeup too. Cause I think it's like a draining job. And like, I don't know. I, I don't uh-huh. know. I haven't seen him anything, but recently, but um, yeah, he was great. The cast was great. I like, I like that concept. It's really interesting, really different. It's kind of matrixy too, a little bit. Like take the green or the blue or the red pill kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I would be. I would watch. I would watch a couple more episodes. I think for me, it's harder to get into series. So I think that I'm a little. I'm a little. The fact that I got me to watch the other ones, I think it, that's a good. That's a good thing. Because I don't know, I'm pretty hard at stopping. If after like an episode, I'm like, nah. If there's t- eight more episodes, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> well, I was gonna say for a rating system, you could do. I think there's nine episodes. You can say how many episodes you'll give it out of nine, Ooh. of like how many you'll go to be convinced. I mean, I'll, I think I'll go one by one in this one. I'll give it another one. I'll see how I feel about that. <laughs> like I give it a two out of nine. I, I'm I'm interested enough to watch another episode. Let's just say that. So yeah. I. I'm not against it. I liked it enough. I was actually like, every time I left the room, I would like pause it. So I was like, I was that interested enough where I was curious. I, I do want to see what happens. Yeah, cool. I, I think I'm going to go episode one. I think I'm going to give a, I'll give a six. I'm going to go cherries because now we love Zach cherry. So Zach cherries. <laughs> and then episode two, I'm going to give a seven. Cause I think it was a little better. I think it's picking up a little bit. I'm hoping that the, I hope that the momentum continues and it doesn't plateau. Cause that's, I think for me, that's what ruined shows is like, it gets really the first episode, you know, sometimes it goes off really strong and then it just like evens out for like three episodes. And like, oh. you have to wait till number seven. I'm like, why? Why can't they just wait till seven? Why yeah. can't you just make it exciting in the second one? <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait till like, episode nine till it gets real good. I've literally heard that. Not this about the show, but some shows be like, you have to give it to like the fifth one. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh-huh. But some people do like the buildup and the character development and all that stuff. So uh-huh. to each their own. Cool, cool. So you're gonna do you're doing both episodes? Yeah, I did six and seven six cherries. Six and a half. Ah, okay. So average to bore. I'm gonna go with mango cakes. Ooh. Uh, as my unit here. Were you bought into like you were like, I joined that program when they rolled the melon bar out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I wasn't so like weirded out by the whole thing. Absolutely. That would have been enough for me. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to do this. And we're like, melon bar. And you're like, I'm in. All right. <laughs> Cut it I mean, food makes everything better. So yeah. Especially yeah. when it's free. <laughs> uh, but for, yeah, like, I think, I think I would, I'd probably go like a solid seven and a half uh, melon cakes for the first episode. I just think, I think it was, um, it was enough of a hook to keep me going. And that's honestly the biggest I feel like that's the bar to meet in a first episode. Um, we kind of already talked about like all the reasons why that's interesting, but like, uh, yeah, like, so I, I'll give that first episode seven and a half. And I think the second one dropped off a little bit, but I, I kind of think that's normal. Like now they're doing like, they're like, you know, introducing you PD and like 
kind of like moving the story forward. So like, I just think it was a little slower. So I'm going like six and a half. Interesting. Melon cakes. But I do think it would probably pick back up. So like, I'm, I'm going to stick around for a while and see if I can watch the rest of it. Nice. All right. Cool. All right. Um, I'm going to go, man, I never think of units beforehand. Um, I always hit this point. I'm like, I should have, should have had something ready. I'm going to go, I'm going to just seven, both seven across the board. Um, chamomile cookies. Um, <laughs> now I want those. It, it sounds like something Jojo would be, to be honest. That's true. Um, so have her recreate those. She can do okay. like a binging with Babish, but recreating the cookies <laughs> of, of severance. Um, it's, it is really good. It's darker than I thought. Like I wasn't, until I watched the trailer, like right before I started, I was like, oh, this is like actually very dystopian scary. I just like, I knew what it was about, but I didn't realize it was going to go down the like dark, scary uh, mm. psychological thriller kind of trail as much as it, clearly is going to um but it was still good it's like shot really interestingly like really well and cool but again it's like almost to the point where it's like i don't like how cool it was shot because it's like why it's unsettling um but the cat like i think i'll keep watching um but it's not like my favorite but also again like very not up my alley of like dystopian not up your alley or up your alley not um, so you don't like dystopian they are things i very you... rarely want to sit down and be like i don't like them either really. let's see this terrible thing if i hit that point you're gonna be like jesse's crushing it outside of this because <laughs> he's like actively looking for this stuff now <laughs> so i'm kind of in the but, same wavelength as i don't like love dystopian stuff it's a it's creepy yeah, it's especially just, with all yeah. this i And when it gets like really like, again, why I think this reminded me more of like Jordan Peele-esque of of like real scary versus like how I was comparing it to me for love. It's true. You you do love, you do like, like occasionally watching a horror movie. Um, (laughs) But like comparing it to Made for Love on HBO that is like also this like weird tech giant trying to like change people's consciousness but it's very much a comedy like it is mm-hmm. very funny it's not as dark like it it's almost like the same thing but taken in a total comedy direction versus a like yeah terrifying horror direction um and so like i'm taking the made for love every day if i have to sit down <laughs> yeah yeah like uh, I, I i love like obviously horror everything horror but this is almost I don't know. There's something about dystopian horror that is like almost too, not too real, but I don't know. Well, especially when it is. It's like at least it tries to place it closer to like this could really happen here. This is rather yeah. than like there are dystopian things where you're like it's dystopian, but it's this like whole other dystopian world. It's like Mad know? Max. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And you're like, mm, you know, maybe we're like two years out from Mad Max, not like one <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Totally seven cool i'm into it to talk about some news any news you guys been watching anything 
I was going to mention to you guys, uh, although who knows when this will come out. Uh, Dana works for a, it's called Art and Healing, and they have a film festival kicking off on June 5th that I think is like, Ooh. I think there's a launch event maybe in New York City or something, but it's like an online streaming, all these films uh, to check out. Sweet. This might come out after, but it should be online at artsandhealing.com, the, I think, for the year. So there's what that. What kind of film festival is it? I don't really know if there's a theme to um, what the films are. I'm thinking like, not. I'm thinking like, uh, what's like the, the new Sundance? <laughs> well, you said, what was it? Something healing? Arts and it is like, I think it has to do with like mental thinking, health. Yeah. Okay. I think it's called like something to do with loneliness. So it's actually probably centered around that. But it's not like I don't believe it's like documentaries about that. It's just okay, like, I was thinking like it's natural like films. healing and like yoga and meditation and all this other stuff. Maybe Which, some, but it is a like arts and healing. It's not like a necessarily alternative. But like she was a music therapist before, right, and this right. has to do with like getting arts into yeah uh, medicine and healing, different programs. forms of healing. Okay, I'm yeah. into it. All right, all right, that's cool. In films I've been watching. I watched. Sorry, sorry. No, you go. I was going to say, have you ever, have you guys ever seen the movie Idiocracy? That's what I was thinking of when I was saying like a dystopian that isn't necessarily um, is Idiocracy. And I I didn't realize it until this very moment, but like apparently I've been on a dystopian kick because we just (laughs) watched Idiocracy. not too long ago and it's just like it's such a funny stupid movie but also is like god i hope this doesn't actually happen because it... <laughs> yeah i haven't seen that one it's a great cult film it's uh i think it's luke wilson and dak shepherd yeah it is it's luke wilson maya rudolph dak shepherd terry cruz my rudolph oh terry yep. man what a, i think it was one of those films too that like bombed for like in the theaters and after for a few years and then they like got picked up as like a cult you know like people were like oh we love this movie and it became yeah, like a real cult classic yeah joe you, you should watch it i mean it's, it's it's a really dumb movie but you might like it i think right, you I'll would give it. it is good i'll yeah. give it a shot i love terry cruz and i love the cast yeah i actually think i actually think this is one you might actually really like cool i'm into it yeah Right, but right. that was that i haven't been watching a ton of movies i uh i'm still watching my uh man in the high castle but idiocracy is mm-hmm. the only other like movie i've watched recently mm-hmm. actually that's not true i went and saw um the multiverse of madness i saw How, i haven't seen it yet how is it i liked it it was i liked it better than i thought i would i didn't really okay. know much about it going into it um but it was a lot darker than i expected um, yeah Sam Raimi, he's he did like the Evil Dead. Oh. He did he did the OG Spider Man's. But I, I really <laughs> I really liked how dark it was though. Yeah, yeah. cool. Oh, he, you say he did the OG Spider Man's? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no wonder I liked there you it. Go. There you go. <laughs> this was his first Marvel movie since Spider Man Three. Yeah, yeah, like there was like there were parts of this that I'm like, damn, like, this could be a horror movie. Um, yeah, he did horror a lot, so so sense. yeah, that, I guess that kind of makes sense. But but yeah, like it it was it was well done um well written which i mean i feel like i kind of come to expect at this point but it was also different enough from like your typical superhero movie just because dr mm-hmm. strange is so 
weird. Right, uh, right. But I know yeah, I need to watch it. It's, I enjoyed it. It was cool. fun. I'm gonna do it. <clears throat> and we watched um Fresh on Hulu. Whenever you guys have seen that one. With Sebastian Which... Stan and um blanking on the girl. Basically it's it's good. I'd be curious to hear what you think about it. It's like it's horror, but it's it's got like kind of like a not comedic, but it's I don't know. I would be curious. It's people are a lot of people are watching it right now. It's there are some moments where it's a little gory, I will say, but it's gave me get out vibes a little bit. Um I don't know. I basically this girl is kidnapped essentially. I would just be curious to hear what you guys think about it but it's pretty mm-hmm. good it's pretty mm-hmm. good sebastian standing a great job um yeah i mean it's not it's nothing like crazy new i feel like a lot of people were saying it, they, it was a lot of things a lot of um new things but clearly those people haven't watched a lot of horror because i've seen <laughs> this movie before <laughs> well that's what happens when like something goes mainstream and people are like i've never seen this before and it's like because you don't watch these things <laughs> exactly which is a good thing and a bad thing i feel like like it's a good thing because then it open it opens other people's eyes to this but then again i don't know if it actually draws them to watch other movies like this they're like oh that was cool i want it done i'm in i'm into it but i don't want to watch anymore um mm-hmm. and then new a24 movie called x i watched um fantastic it was really good it was um very different than what i was expecting i kind of went in blind but basically it's about these this it's in the 70s it's kind of based in the 70s and it's about these this group of people and they get like this air it's airbnb essentially like on a farm and there's like a main house and there's the house they're living in and the main house is owned by these two old people and they're shooting a porn in this in this other house and it's just like the weird the old people just become weirder and weirder and shit goes down yeah i've seen this movie before this sounds <laughs> it's super this is very classic like someone's on vacation and then they're like these people are weird we're renting from <laughs> yep and then i'm trying to think what else oh i think i fit out my stuff i'm watching in while i talk about movies so it's like yeah. made for love bear the new season of barry um, oh, I need to. Well, I need to recap. I like that show. I, I just have good. Continued on. on yeah. but. Uh, started the fight and it have not kept going. Oh, and the new season of Hacks, but only like an episode. That's nice. oh, HBO right now. I May twenty seventh in five days. Uh, Top Gun comes out, which I've been hearing crazy reviews, like amazing reviews on it. Like I've heard, it's like unbelievable which is shocking a little bit to me because they went through so many reshoots and stuff but i don't doubt dom cruise yeah he literally i think he learned i don't know about the first movie because it was he was pretty young but i know for this one i'm pretty sure he learned how to fly every single jet it's so great it's hilarious <laughs> that'd be such a fun movie to i know but it's got a great cast like miles teller glenn powell it's gonna be good i'm very excited about it but on the same day stranger things comes out so that'll be a big day. It'll break records. I feel like we're going to go through, like basically from now until the end of the year, there's just going to be so many things coming out uh, because everything was so like backlogged from uh, when they couldn't shoot. Totally. Oh yeah. I didn't even think about <laughs> so it's gonna that. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be so many, so many oh, things to watch. Stuff for us to watch, I guess. 
exactly. Sweet. Is that a wrap? Rip rap. Rip rap. rap. <laughs>